0: Hello and welcome to our latest celebration episode of the uh, Nobles Cricket Podcast. Um, it's, it's fun because we start we restarted this after beating Australia, after India beat Australia and now we're back because India has beaten England. Um, but yes, uh, it is just the two of us again. We were supposed to have Ian back on, the official dentist of Guyana Cricket, but he is too busy watching the West Indies game to record. Um so yeah, clearly that's been happening. Also, our uh, our uh, very poor pitch consultant has disappeared conveniently. He's always traveling for some reason. I I think I think I think I I think after that first pitch now where he gave us wrong information, he's been frantically going, traveling between Ahmedabad, Chennai and all, just to make sure his information is maybe he's doctoring the pitch also, who you knows? Yeah, but I don't know. Anyone watching in England, we will give you Niket's number. He is the guy you have to get. <laughs> he is the guy who made your team lose. Basically. Um, yeah, because he knows that groundsman. I don't know what his name is, but they're business partners. So just, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, let's just do a quick roundup. Of, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened over the week. So we'll just do a quick roundup. Um, first things first. In case any of you have not watched the West Indies and Sri Lanka T20 series, please, for the love of God, tune in. It is mental stuff. All right? The third T20 is on as we speak at this moment. When you see this recording, it'll probably be two days old. Um, So, um, the first T20 was an absolutely crazy game. I have never seen a match where nothing happens in the first innings. And then in the second inning, everything that you think of can happen. There was a hat trick, <laughs> one over, next over same bowler. Karen Pollard puts him for six sixes. The the West Indies finished the game in ten overs or something. They were chasing one thirty. Wasn't much, but it was ridiculous. They then go on to lose the the, the second game. The second match, yeah. And the third game's on right now. Um, the so, best part about all of this is that Chris Gale is back, but uh, has done very little so far. That's also true. Chris Gale is back, has done very little. Um, but it's a fun series He's got but... so Chris Gale by the way declared that I can bet anywhere else he'll be the best uh, I don't have to open I can play at 3 I can play at 5 etc I'm still mystery universe boss etc etc and then has not done much since um, we moved down to 3 anyway what we are going to do is we will have Ian on the official dentist of Guyana cricket we will have him on and we will discuss this in greater detail but for now just remember that's part of the roundup in other yeah. news um, India's women were back at it today and suffered a pretty humiliating defeat um, but another set of mitigating factors for that uh, full year without international cricket and then they end up losing their first game so ba- uh, yeah and barely any wo- uh, warm up and training time for them either actually yeah, they just because they were supposed to have a camp sometime in this past year during COVID and they had, it was never really got arranged so obviously they, they've come in a little undercooked and it showed in the first game so mitigating factors there as well Thirdly, Australia have been defeated. The BBL 11 has been defeated by New Zealand 3-2 in the T20 series. Martin Guptill basically ate them for breakfast. Yeah. Um, It is hilarious. Australia, being RCB 11, uh, being RCB Australia, got two wins. They got their two wins. Thanks to the one RCB player on the New Zealand team. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle Jameson. Kyle Javison, who is a really good test bowler, but apparently cannot keep it together at the death in T20s, much like any other bowler who has ever played for uh, RCB. RCB. <laughs> so basically, RCB dominates the T20 world. And the yeah. last thing on our roundup, um, the IPL's venues have been announced, right? Chennai is not one of them. <laughs> Neither is Mumbai. Mumbai is. Oh, I thought Mumbai was being... Uh, like not considered because of COVID. No, Mumbai. So there are six venues, including, of course, uh, Bhaiji, Bhaija, Narendra, Narendra Modi Stadium in Ahmedabad yes, for, the, in for the, the for the with uh, the Reliance and then the Adani, Adani end. end for the semis and the final for the sorry for the playoffs and the finals. Um, but six venues. Uh, no team is going to get to play at home, so that negates yeah. any home advantage. Uh, it's all sort of shifting. No though Punjab, I, th- I think, have like five games in Bangalore, which means uh, returns to Bangalore for uh, KL Rahul and Chris Gayle. So, practically, practically, yeah, home, practically games. home games yeah. for them. And also, Delhi is going to play a lot in Mumbai. So, it's a homecoming for Shreya Sair, Prithvi Shaw, Ajinkya Rahane, and somebody else is there also with them. Now I can't remember. But that Delhi team has a lot of Bombay, uh, well, Mumbai players. Um, anyway so that's the news about the IPL it is starting on the 21st of April we will be covering that in great depth we will do a weekly pod on it um, and we will also cover fantasy so please watch out for that that's going to be insanely fun I'm really looking forward to it yeah that fantasy roundup should be fun yeah um, and that concludes our roundup for the week all right let's move on to important activities now um, just just uh, England ha ha. <laughs> Sorry, I, have I, have a, I have a I have a, quick, a quick question for you. How much have you enjoyed the last two days living in England? Uh, rubbing it in again with, with however many England cricket supporters are around you? You know, they've just gone quiet now. They were moan- <laughs> they they were they were celebrating after the first test, moaning about the pitches for three weeks, and then now they've just gone zup bust. <laughs> because the first test, okay, fine. India were as as Ravi Shastri very rightly said, we were done, you know. We were zombies in that match. We were zombies. Morning. We were just done. And, uh, and understandable. Yeah, it's understandable also. After that long and uh, emotional rollercoaster of the series in Australia to come back, re- recalibrate. Okay. Huh. Understandable. Understandable. And also blame the blame the curator for that one and blame Niket And <laughs> and no, biggest culprit though I think still remains Virat Kohli. In unable to call correctly at the toss. He doesn't have to call in home tosses. You do know this, right? Jorud called correctly. Okay, well, oh, let me put it in this way. His his bad luck at tosses. Say huh. we, his, good. Huh. Very what good. Very good. Good. You corrected <laughs> yourself and didn't look like an idiot. All right. Um, but we're basically here to discuss the four tests and we'll do a little round up of the series as well. Um four test match. Obviously, so what happened was England won another toss. Oh, whoop doo And guess what they did? Went into bat first and then got spun out for 205 on the first day. Um, Actually fought back really well in the match. Um, Came back and had India 140 out for 6. And then, and then, Rishabh Pant, who is due a few awards on this show, he really is, Um, uh, manages to take the game away from them along with Washington Sundar. Um, Sunny G called it like called it probably the best counter-attacking innings he's ever seen. Ravi Shasti said the same thing. Um, yeah. There was also that completely ridiculous reverse paddle over the slips of James Anderson, which deserves... That was, a I think that's one of the best shots I've ever seen. One of the most ridiculous shots and best shots I've ever seen. He won 1 lakh rupees at the presentation for that ridiculous shot. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, that got its prize. So, we're not going to talk about that anymore. But, super inning, and then Washington Sundar... Um, Really unfortunate that he couldn't go on to get a hundred and Washi's father should literally be made like a Ravishasri Kai type meme page. He (laughs) said that, remember when he didn't make his hundred at the Gabba? He was like, he should have gone on and made the hundred and he wasn't happy. Here he's not happy with the tail enders for getting out the way they did. (laughs) It's unfortunate. (laughs) I think uh, uh, Akshar Patel was a little too eager to get Washi back on strike, got run out and then of course Ishant and Siraj Survived a, a grand total of three balls between them, or four balls between them, whatever it was. While Washington is stranded at the other end. Um, but also, I think uh, these reporters who are going out and seeking Washington's dad's opinion on 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 this is just like it's a little bit. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just a little much, I think. To just we know Washington's dad's obviously going to be upset. Now Why this adi- this additional masala you're looking for? I think is just a little dumb. You know what happened if you put Washington's dad along with Kumar Sangakara's dad? That would be a fun Twitter conversation, would it not? <laughs> hashtag Kumar's dad. Hashtag Washi's dad. It would actually be pretty fun to see these some of these uh, cricketing dads on Twitter. Cricketing why but but can someone explain to me why is it so difficult to get approval from a South Indian or a or sorry, they're not South I wouldn't say it, from a South Asian father. Like, it's just... What <laughs> <kya> is <laughs> You know what? Anyway. And, and okay, Washington Sundar, I can still understand. He's, like, brand new to test ticket. Kumar Sangakara at the end of his career, he's saying he should have got more runs. He's mean, What I think Sankara ended with 12,000 test runs or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So, I mean, anyway. Uh, approval from South Asian parents. Something that is... Um, if if it well, just doesn't exist. Uh, I can't wait for our parents to watch this this episode of the pod. Uh, yeah, if yeah, they ever yeah, watch yeah. uh, <laughs> if they ever tune in. <laughs> um anyway. Um, so that was that thing. India got a 365 and 160 run lead. And you thought at least they'll make us bat again. Na? I actually, you know what? I I, I don't want to claim like oh, overly over expertise or anything. But when when the when I saw the lead, I had a slight feeling at when the Indian innings ended, that oh, you know what? This could actually be an innings victory. Um, that I fell asleep and missed most of it. But know, in, in in my in my defense, it was two a.m. when that innings ended. So. No, because I remember that morning I um, we'd had a few drinks, and I was supposed to wake up and watch the game and. I turned. I, I got up in the middle and I saw England are four down for thirty. I'm like, this game is not even lasting till lunch. Forget this. <laughs> <Then>. <laughs> I actually thought when the day's play started, I thought the if India don't bat long, then this game could be over today. I thought the only way it would get into day four is if India batted to half today, You know, which to be fair, even though Washi uh, and Akshay Patella fairly accomplished or at least a, a decent batsman, but you that would have been a, a tough ask of them. But I thought that was the only way we'd see a day for I I thought there was a good chance that this whole game could end in, at the end of the day. Um but um, credit to England, they at least made it till the third day. <laughs> um no but we're not here to gloat, we're here to discuss and dissect and um and and gloating. Yeah. <laughs> um uh so okay, um where do we start with this series? Uh so England were good in very flat conditions against a somewhat limited bowling attack. The the appearance of Akshar Patel in that second Test match, I think, changed the narrative more than the pitches. Yeah, I think Akshar Patel. Uh, I mean, he surprised both of us honestly. I, I remember you and I when when we were doing our series preview podcast. Neither of us thought he would be in the eleven. We thought it should be uh, Kuldeep Yadav all the way through. And to be fair, I think I, I mean Akshay had a great series. I think Kuldeep also would have been a, a fairly good bet, uh, uh, but I think take nothing away. Akshay has had a fantastic debut, um, and uh, I, you know Ravi Jhansi mentioned that he's just because of how good Jadeja has been, Akshay has had to wait his turn when it comes to playing in Tests. He's he's been around the international setup, played a decent number of ODIs and T20s for. For uh, uh, for India, but you know, this was his chance that he's taken it with the plumb. Um yeah, I mean definitely. I I think he was unbelievable and England's frailties against left arm spin or sorry. England's Pies. England's frailties against slow bowling that goes straight has been exposed. <laughs> because of it England's frailties t- against t- pie chuckers, basically. No, that was only <laughs> Kevin Peterson. Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of Kevin Peterson, if you watch the, if anybody is even remotely interested in legends cricket, there's something called the Road Safety World Series. That's all. <laughs> and uh, well, Kevin Peterson against Bangladesh was bowled by a left. Well, he's playing Bangladesh, so obviously he was bowled by a left-arm spinner. And so meanwhile, just Seva uh, played another like what 56 of 30 at some point in that in that in that series. Uh, yeah, Viru is Viru, yeah. and 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 yeah. Rishabh Pant credits the ability to play that ridiculous reverse sweep to Vinod Sehwag because he <laughs> set the template for it. This is an actual oh. Twitter interaction. Yeah, it is. It's also worth no- noting, though. I guess I mean, obviously, it's a legend series. No one, I don't think anyone was expecting a lot of preparation. Sehwag is like, hi, huh, I met in the nets for half an hour the day before the match. That was the only preparation I had going into the series and then he's just flaying everywhere. Veeru <laughs> the guy will walk in <speaking> bang six. Uh anyway, we you we can venerate Seh- for the next hour if we wanted to. And, but ha, coming back to Akshar Patel and, and uh, Yeah, let's and, and let's not get distracted. England, England against left arm spin just equals failure. Akshar Patel ends the series with a bowling average of ten. Akshar Patil, funnily enough, until his very last innings. This guy is a we, long time considered as a batting all-rounder. Until his very last batting innings of the series, he had more wickets than runs. <laughs> that speaks volumes of how poor England's batting was. Look, I can understand in the, in the Chennai Test match because that was genuinely a tough pitch for them. I, I, I can see where where they, can, they, they could fall short on that. Ahmedabad was a lot. The first the day-night test was just a lottery. Um, because yeah. even the Indians struggled so I'm not holding that against that, that test match against them at all um, but I think we knew they were bad in these conditions but just how bad I think yeah. became apparent in that in that final test match because I just feel that that the openers didn't have a clue as to how to play spin okay Sibley got a bit unlucky in the second inning sweeping and getting caught off of uh, short legs pad Um But there were some dismissals in there. I mean, Root was again done by uh, Ashwin. Um, Stokes tried to play a bit of a ridiculous lap sweep kind of thing. He was in Superman mode with the ball. But with a bat, again, it wasn't, you know. And they just kept finding ways of getting out. And Akshar Patel's straight ball. That is like dynamite, man. It is ridiculous. I think Crawley, who, who... Up until the last match, probably was one of the few people who could have, a uh, few batsmen who would have really emerged from, from the series with credit. Then suddenly he's just like decided to keep my my strategy against Akshay Patel is to hit him out of the of the attack, and he gets gets out like in a very stupid shot, uh, in a very stupid way. It's um, you know Johnny Besto comes in with a reputation one of England's best players of spin. spin. Yeah, I think. Uh, listen, I like Sri Lanka as a country. It's a it's a beautiful place. I love many Sri Lankan cricketers. I think Sri Lankan cricket in general has done a lot to inflate England's ego when it comes to batting against spin. Because they've just, outside of people like, I mean, obviously you had Budli in a previous era, but outside of Rangna era, they've just not had a world-class spinner for a long time. And England have played those spinners, won against them, and thought, huh, we can bat well against spin. Then they show up in India and they get hammered. To be fair to England, if Sri Lanka had batted in those games properly, like they had one inning where they shot themselves in the foot both in both games. Right? Yeah. If they had batted properly in that one inning, the way they batted in the other innings in both those games, they would have probably beaten England. They probably would have come in, yeah. They probably they could have with some smarter batting. Exactly. And, just, and literally just smarter. No, it wasn't in batting, it was just key. Ki- to, once a match they decided I'm gonna hit out and the other innings of the match they decided so let's play properly had they done let's play properly for the both for both innings of the match they probably won, would have won two nil. so the, they, then man. so the thing is in England then end up encountering a tired India side in Chennai yeah in the first match in the first game and they take okay. and they win the toss they get the best batting conditions they get a slightly freakish bowling performance from someone like Dom best we'll get to Dom best a bit later but like yeah so they they to end Poor batting also in the, in that first in both the innings. Yeah. Right now, but first innings especially, second innings so was a bit of a lottery because the pitch was deteriorating by that point. But poor batting from India on the in the first innings, and yeah, to be fair, they 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 played well in that Test match. They won it, but after that, they were it just their incompetence was shown. Now, as I've said multiple times on the on the pod um, in the last couple of weeks, that first innings in Chennai was I think the poorest I've seen India bat, and they still got three hundred and thirty. Um, it was probably one of the worst batting performances I've seen from India over a long, long time. And that's counting the... Uh, the the, the leg, 36 all-out. All yeah, and that's, that's also... No, I mean, I'm not even talking about the 36 all-out. I'm talking about the other, the other batting performances in this series. Like, the, the ping-ball de- test was, you know, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, was even in the, flat conditions, I think. I, I think you have to look at it in, in perspective. Exactly. That was a batting paradise for the pitch for most part. At least for the first three days. And granted, they only started batting the, at the end of day two. Or in fact, forget, sorry. They started batting in halfway through day three. Halfway back. through day three, yeah. Yeah. But they still should have batted better on that day. Yeah. Uh, no, no, definitely. I, I think if India had lasted maybe 120 overs, got to 400, that game would have ended in a draw. Um, yeah. But they didn't manage to do that. Um, then you go to the second test, obviously. And and okay, they get a, 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 they get a bit lucky with the toss, you could say. But that yeah. pitch, honestly, I don't think the toss would have made much of a difference. I think because I think because you had players like Rohit Sharma, who has been I mean, that inning was this, spectacular. Yeah, I think that has I to think be it, one of the yeah. best hundreds I've seen in a long, long time. It was. Yeah. They were tough conditions. They weren't easy. Um, Jack Leach was bowling well, um, and the way he he commanded it, he swept, used his feet. You know, his his ability to read length, go back, took on moin Ali as well. He batted really well. And yeah. that changed... I think that game... I think than... that was a series defining. Yeah, that, that yeah. changed the series. That, that yeah. innings. And, and Draculis come I... out and said that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's, and uh, you, then you obviously have... It's it's actually twofold, right? It's like England, when, when it comes to spin, they bat poorly against spin. They also, and I know Jack Leach has had a good series, but they just also have not had a really good spin bowler for a long time. Graham Swan uh, was was probably the last one that they had. Mohan Ali has has a good record, let's be honest. But when it comes to bowling against Indian batsmen in India, he's he's got he's picked up his wickets, but he's also been hammered for for runs. And 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 he's probably he's probably the second best on that list in in this past decade. Ponisar had one, Monty had one good series. That's it. Every other England spinner who's come to India has just been carted around, basically. Yeah, I mean it's, but we know that opposition spinners don't generally do that well in India. True, that which is true. I mean, this is something uh, even Mulley I mean, struggled. unless uh, yeah, one so. struggled, struggled, but unless you're some like you're a really good opposition spinner, you know, one had his moment in two thousand and four. Um, he didn't do yeah, too much, unless, but you know, yeah. And then Nathan Lyon yeah. obviously has done really well in India over the years, so. Um, you have to be a quality spinner to survive in these conditions. And yes, there's help, but you still have to bowl well. And I think England just didn't manage to do that. And Dom Best in the fourth test match was a liability. And they went in playing an extra batsman with Ben Fokes batting at eight, Stokes the second seamer. And then you have Dom Best bowling pies, basically. Long hops, full tosses. Yeah. I genuinely, by the end of this series... Listen, this is we, the, uh, the whole point of this pod. Is we we just like goofing around. We will banter everyone. I but but in seriousness, I've genuinely felt really sorry for Dom Best by the end of the series because he's been thrown in the deep end. This is a guy who's second. He's like the second spinner for us for a side that's in the second year of the championship, if I remember correctly, in in Somerset. Um, he's twenty three, so he's like. At the early stages of his de- of the development of his career, and he's playing in England. Like even when you're playing in Somerset, Somerset is support one of the spin more friendly spin friendly places to play in in England in, in England county cricket. But it's it's not an really easy place to develop as a spinner. And then you ca- come to a place like India where you c- cannot afford you can't afford to bowl one bad ball in an over because if you do that consistently, you will just get caught around it, it. All it takes is that one bad ball uh, in but, an over for an English uh, spinner. Uh, I, You know what? I I, I I, I, think I think that there's a problem. I think the thing is, forget anything that they've been saying about county cricket and all of that. I just think Donbass, a, as a spin bowler, he's been very lucky to pick up all the wickets that he has, A. B, he's just not consistent enough. So how should he, a player who's that inconsistent as a bowler himself, okay, he's 23 and all of that. But you look at spinners around the world, they've all come in younger. They've all come in at, at like early stages of their career. Nathan Lyon made his debut probably at 23. You know? Um, sure. But that's not... I, I no, get but what you're my, saying. But my point is... My point, my, simply put, my point is I just feel that England... Jack Leach is a consistent spinner. Like, he was bowling in good areas. He didn't give you any freebies. I think even... Okay, if you're not the most skilled spinner and you can hold and end up, you know, bowl decently, don't bowl too many bad balls. He was here. He was bowling one bad ball every over and it was just getting too exactly. easy to score yeah. runs. But yeah. I think the. But least, you know, that, My point is the, right, but, the the minimum you can expect from a spinner is consistency, and if he can't give you that, I don't think he should be there. Listen, I don't think he was ready for this for the, for this challenge. I I I think that was that's probably something we thought even before the series started, and it's kind of been borne out. I but I also just think that it's the reason he wasn't ready for this challenge is just because he needs a lot more work. I think he needs to spend. Uh, he probably needs to be uh, at a you know playing in a setup where he firstly is you know the consist the, the what's what I'm basically so i'm not saying that he he's he, he might not be ready to be a lead spinner even for a county side yet but somewhere where he's he's getting the the backing of okay you know what bowl twenty overs in this innings whether they cost me eighty or whether you can it takes a few times right where where you consistently bowl twenty overs in an innings you'll bring that eighty down to fifty at some point He's just not gotten that chance yet because, uh, you know, he's he's backing up Jack Leach effectively uh, even in county cricket, and that's what he's ended up having to do in for England as well. And he's doing it uh, unlike in England. Here, he's doing it against the best players of spin. I know India had their struggles, batting struggles in this in the series, but consistently, these are the these are the players you expect that just are not going to give you a second a second to breathe if you if you miss any if you miss your line or your length by even a centimeter. Look, I'm not saying I'm not defending England's um, treatment of him at all. I think there are deep-rooted issues in the management of how they rotate their players, and I'll get into that in a bit. But I think they were a bit unfair on um, on Bess not playing him in the second test after he'd done okay in the first game. He had not bowled badly, I don't think, in the first game. I think he was a bit lucky, yes, but he didn't bowl badly by any stretch of imagination. Yeah, he was. He, I mean, you know, and it's. It just goes to show. It was some, it, the, for example, that first that first test match, Jack Leach got taken to the cleaners by Panth, but they backed him, right? And Leach bowled a lot, lot better throughout the rest of the series. Um, you know, he the, he improved. Through, I think he's a much better bowler now. For four matches after that, or you know, what, seven seven eight bowling innings after that, compared to uh, what he was at the beginning of the series. But that's because he had the backing of his of his manager. And he, you know, fair enough, he was the lead well, spinner effectively. But Best he, just didn't have that. He got, no, but you, you the, know? the other thing is, the other thing is, right? Okay, for, let, let, I'm just going to compare this for comparison's sake now. I'm not saying there's any logic between the two. But there's, there's no comparison, actually. But I'm just going to compare the two side spinners and the way that it all planned, panned out. You had Shabazz, Nadim, Washington, Sundar, and Ashwin in the first test match. Okay? Yeah. N- Nadim was terrible. Okay? By any stretch of imagination, he was terrible. Right? As yeah. soon as Akshar Patel comes in, it's a sea change because there's pressure from both ends. Yeah. Right? No, that's true. That's completely true. Yeah. Right? England go in with Bess and Leach in the first game. Leach bowls really well. Really, really well in the first game. All right? Bess bowled okay. He didn't bowl badly. He was okay. Second test match, they changed it. India had to make a change because Akshar Patel, we know, is going to be a better spinner than Shahbaz's team anyway. They make that change and it all works out, right? England change, bring in Moin Ali. Now, Moin Ali is, you know what you're going to get from him. He's, you know, at a stage of his career where everyone's seen enough of him, you know exactly what you're going to get from him. He's not the yeah. most consistent, but he has that ability to bowl the magic ball. And, exactly. um, you know, so that's, if that was what they were after, then you got exactly what you what you thought was going to happen with Moin Ali, which is fine, Right. Then this whole drama about sending Mohin Ali home for compassionate leave or whatever. Again, I'll get into that in a second. And then you don't play best in the game where you expect the ball to do the most. Yeah, exactly. Not picking him for that third test, I think probably... I think that was a vote of, well, no confidence in his ability. Yeah. And then to throw him and chuck him in in the fourth game and be like... And then play one less bowler in addition to throwing him in there? I think that was really unfair on him, yes. Yeah, but, I agree. But having said all of that, having said all of that, the least he could have done was be consistent and he wasn't. So I have no sympathy yeah. for either the England management or Bess himself for the way that all panned out. I think I think it's easier to say from the sidelines that yeah, Bess needed to be consistent. The fact is he's just not that... He hasn't reached that stage as a of development right for his bowler I think Dombess if he's back properly well England will probably tour what three four years later I guess uh, they, they'll probably be back in India who knows two three years later he might be a you know a fairly better bowler at that point in time in his in his career compared to he is now I it it you, it, it who knows how the career how his career is going to pan, pan out but yeah, and at, at this, at this, you need to, when you're playing in the Test eleven. Yes, you need to be consistent. But in the but if you haven't developed that skill to be, to to bowl like that, obviously you're going to struggle. The other thing I think people are missing is England ca- carried a much like India did when they went to Australia. They carried a whole coterie of net bowlers and extra players, and instead of going with the sort of standard seventeen that you're used to, I think yeah. Teams are now traveling with 25 players, 25, 30 players. Yeah, already. I think, and I think that's a COVID-induced thing, which probably will end yeah. soon after yeah. once once but, that but you, the you, point you people, don't have to see it in The point people are missing here is England went in with like India carried Natarajan, Washington. and all. England went in with a man named Amar Virdi. Now, have anyone seen the way Amar Virdi bowls? He's a he's a much, much more sort of classical off-spinner to the way Best bowls. Best bowls really sort of mm. flat through the air, not much loop. Doesn't really turn it a lot. vidhi is like a bit of a Harbhajan Singh kind of bowler where he'll give it a loop. You know, it'll really spin. So, I was actually surprised that they didn't give him a go in the, in the test series. Because I thought he would have been an interesting pick. Because maybe, you, okay, you're throwing him into the deep end. But it's something different. And and he's probably slightly more consistent than best would be. Possibly. I think, I mean, again, this is... We're talking about someone who's played, like, what, not even 30 first-class matches, I guess. Um, uh, you know, similar age to I At some point in time, you also have to think, uh, you know, let's take a punt on, uh, on, on someone and see if it pays off or not. Uh, especially when you know that what you're getting with Dombas is this. You like you know that he's not going to be a controlling bowler. So it's like, okay, I, I let's see what Tamagirzi does. I, I understand that selection might have made sense. Then we have England's deeper-rooted selection issues. And the fact that they still don't have a proper top three. Their top three, I, they they probably shouldn't have sent Rory Burns back, except for they kind of had to because he also was not batting well. Uh, and then, of, of course, Besto came in, came back. So it's like, okay, is our number three. But yeah, they, the issue is that they don't have a number three. It's, they no, have, the, I think... The, the, the Sibirian, the, Sibirian the, probably have each had one or two good innings so far on both the Sri Lanka and the India tours where you're like, okay, if they can put it together, you have an opening pair. I mean, I, they also had some really bad innings, but fair enough. You know, t- openers touring always struggle. Wherever, you know, Australian openers have struggled. Indian openers have struggled outside of India. It's it's tough to bat on tour. I, I always maintain that when you're playing um, spins, specifically. Um, as Kevin Peterson put in that article on um, the Cricket Monthly, where he was talking about the 180 odd that he made against India in Bombay um that i mean it was it was one of the most brilliant innings i've ever seen in my life let's get let's not get any mistakes about this he always maintained that it was his ability to trust his defense yep that that got him through that now the thing with playing spin that i've always noticed and having seen a lot of off cricket obviously you know growing up in india you watch a lot of people um lots of foreign batsmen come play and and most of the people that do well tend to find their own way against spin. It, it's not something that's taught. It's you sort of figure it out on the go. Um, yeah. Sort of, you, you watch Steve Smith back in 2017, in that series, where he kind that of, Puneita. that test yeah. match, it was a terrible pitch, right? And he got a bit lucky as he got dropped a couple of times. But he found a way to score runs. He found yeah. his own way. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You look at Peterson and Alistair Cook is another great example of this. He finds his own, he found his own way. And you look at, you know, you go back down the years, you, you look at, um, go as far back as 2001, Matthew Hayden. Um, and Matthew Hayden came in at that time under a decent like he went into that series under a decent amount of pressure because people thought if he fails in the series, he might get dropped. Yeah, but I mean, he made what, 200s? And a doub- I think the, the second one of that was a double hundred in the, in the last test match. And, and, and you look at people like that and all it proves to you is it's, it's and they were saying it on comms as well. Um, when they were talking about um, what England did when they came in 84-5. Um, uh, again, Saniji was saying that they had players that sort of found their own way. You know, David Gower, Mike Gatting, that kind of player. You'd find your own way against spinners. I think the problem England faced here was, other than Root, who seemed to find a way of getting out, he looked really good, he batted well, looked confident, looked set, and then bang, Ashwin gets him. Yeah, and also, Ashwin is Ashwin. So, like, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. That's, yeah. But you know, that's the challenge. I mean, you're always going to come across spinners the caliber of Ashwin in India. I mean, you look hmm. back over the years, you'd have the spin quartet, then you had Ravi Shastri and Maninder Singh, Lakshman Shiv Ramakrishna. Yeah. Um, you go further down the years, you had Kumle Harbhajan, um, yeah. now Ashwin and Jadeja, yeah. and now yeah. Ashwin and Akshar Patel. You know, so you're always going to find that kind of spinner in India. Um, yeah. Which is, going to, which is going to trouble you. And you have to find ways of scoring runs. And Indian just. Exactly. And England, I think I, I, I think a lot of touring teams are guilty of this sort of uh, thinking, where it's all about let's having a set strategy against something, which sounds really good on paper for going into the aha, okay we have a plan this is our plan okay, etc. But a lot of times, especially when you're both playing quality spin in India, you can't have your set strategy is not going to work. No. Like so, for example, and what I'm specifically referring to here is, we're going to sweep the spinners because by sweeping, we'll throw them off their lengths and You're talking about someone like Ashwin, who, okay, fine, maybe you got him the first innings, that very first innings when you scored 500 and odd, uh, 530, whatever it was, and he struggled. You, you know, your strategies worked, whatever. Ashwin's going to adapt. Ashwin will figure out how to how to counter that most indian spinners who reach the international level not everyone is going to be as good as ashwin but everyone will have a strategy for that where it's like okay they'll figure out okay akshar patel you cannot sweep him because he just bowls too quick exactly and and yeah it, so that's the problem then you don't have a plan b it's like oh shit the sweep isn't working now what do i do they don't know and it's it goes back to what you're saying a lot of other players have figured that out okay i have the sweep shot if i can pull it out i can pull it out but i have other shots to play against spin as well um, and they haven't, I think the moment that first set strategy of let's sweep uh, and, and push them off the length and whatnot, the moment that strategy stopped working, everyone was like, oh, fuck, what do we do now? But I mean, look, their, their, um, their method of playing spin was completely summed up by two people. Dan Lawrence, who somehow found a way by the end of it. He found a way. Got to 50. Yeah. Right? Hmm. And Oli Pope. Now, it's two opposite ends of the same spectrum. Lawrence used his feet, tried to sweep, tried to put the spinners off their lengths, trusted his defense a bit, and it worked out for him, right? Yeah, and Pope... discovered his footwork also. Like, by the end of the series, he knew his footwork was, against spinners was a lot better. And oli Pope was all at sea. Olly Pope's the exact polar... It's, it's two ends of the spectrum, right? Lawrence is the yeah. one who's using his feet, using his brain, trying to figure it out. oli Pope is just, I'm going ja Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. That's a, that's another thing, right? Like when you, it's a strat Again, using using your feet. It sounds great. It's a strategy. You think about. You have to know what you're doing. It can't just be, "Ha, huh, I will use my feet against the spinners," and then therefore I will charge at spinners willy nilly and do whatever. It doesn't work like that. So that was one of the main problems. After they made five hundred and seventy-eight in Chennai in the first innings of the Dice match, they passed yeah. two hundred once. Exactly, and that's who that right. they eat. That each, they eked past 200 in that last inning. Huh. So five all over. Yeah, That's over three and a half test matches. You batted yeah. six times. You, they lost all 80 wickets. We won by an innings in the last game. We didn't back once. Yeah. And it's interesting, by the way, we're, we're going here. India didn't cross 350 until the final match Not in, yeah. in any of their batting innings it, it, and get won fairly comfortably in the end. But, um, but it just mattered that when it counted in, in, uh, in that second match against Chennai, in that last... Uh, sorry, in that second match in Chennai first innings and in that last match in Ahmedabad, when they needed to, they pulled out the, the right... the necessary batting innings. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, we were always moaning about how Sam Karan used to do it to us in that series in England when we first started the pod. Um, yeah. And, you know, you have Rishabh Pant, Washington, Sundar, Ashwin even did it to them here. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's... It's the same thing in these conditions. Now, imagine... This is the scary bit for, for, for England. Um, imagine having to play Ravi Jadeja on, in these conditions. Oh, man, he would have I been a nightmare. Jadeja would have been a nightmare. Jadeja would... And I mean, although to be fair, I don't know how much better he would have done than Akshar in terms of pure numbers. 27 wickets across three in a, three matches. But... Yeah. Oh, he would have been an absolute nightmare to face. Yeah. And that's the, the challenge again now when you have India with toes to absolutely world-class spinners. Ravi Jadeja has a test match bowling average of 25 over 50 tests. That is obscenely good. I mean, obscenely yeah. good. He is, I think, both by raw stats and I think even by the ICC ratings Go uh, before this latest round of matches. He was actually ranked ahead of Ashwin for a while. For quite a while. Like, he was literally the number one ranked spinner in the world in tests for a yeah, good while. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, you throw in his batting ability, his fielding ability. No, it's. it's I, I, have, I have a friend who's been suggesting that uh, it's time to drop Rahane and just play Jadeja at, uh, at 5. But you know what? We'll get to India in a second. I, I just want to go through, now, now, now that we mention this, um, I just want to get through the whole um, bubble life thing. Yeah. And, so and we've had a we've, debate we've, on Twitter.
1: On this, we've had a bit of
0: on on, on Twitter and you guys can check it out if you want. But basically the cliff notes from that is that India, and Ravi Shastri mentioned this in his his interviews um, after the game, where he said that mostly Indian players have been in that bubble for about five months.
1: Since the IPL. Starting from the
0: IPL, yeah. Yeah, Since the IPL, okay? And they've bonded and come through and... You know, you've put your best team out. Okay? Hmm. And you, okay, it, it helps that you're winning. So winning in Australia, winning here. It helps. But The thing, the difference between India and England was England went in with that bubble key. You have to let players go. They'll go back. They'll come in, you know, ins and outs. They didn't really ever play their best 11. Or did they? Mm i mean what is their best 11 do you even know i i mean that, there, i think there are two questions here what, I, one is did they play the best 11 and secondly is yeah, to what do they know do they know what their best 11 is forget us knowing I, and i think the bigger issue compa- outside of bubble management and whatnot is that they don't know that's one thing my other thing with the bubble issue is it speaks of a bit of mental toughness does it not so this is where you and i differ where i think it definitely what India has done, uh, what all of the Indian players have done from the uh, from the start of last the, of the last IPL to this point, which is a good five six months now. Um, it that definitely speaks to the toughness of uh, the mental toughness of the Indian players. No arguments there, no debates, not questioning that one bit. What England have done in terms of managing people, uh, you know, giving people a rest and allowing them to go back home, come back, etc. I don't think that shows a lack of toughness. That's all. I'm, what I mean is I think it's, it shows a lot of awareness about mental health and, and and understanding the challenges of being away for, you know, four months, five months on end and deciding, you know what, we're not going to put anyone through that. Um, and, and therefore having the rotation policy, I uh, to me, that was not. That's. I don't disagree with the rotation policy. I do. I also don't think that the rotation policy and and also p- players volunteering if they volunteering if they did to go back home, if, if, like saying, okay, I want to go back home now." I don't think that is any lack of character or toughness on their part. I think it's just a very natural. Uh, it's one of those things where, like, if if like if you and I, if I decide right now, okay, you know what, next year I'm going to run a marathon, and you decide, fuck that! I don't want to run a marathon." I do my training for the rest of the year I do it i run I run my marathon. Great, good for me. you decide that you don't want to do the marathon. you go ahead and live your life however you want to. also great and good for you. I don't think one would one shows that I'm tougher than you are in in any case it's, it's no, but, but you' okay so this is a professional sport b um there are two for as an english as an English player, there are two assignments that are the most difficult for you. One is an way to an ashes tour to Australia. Always. That's the pinnacle yeah. for them in terms of test cricket. Just below that will probably be India because it's the toughest place to go to for an Englishman. Yeah. So, I think... I, I I just feel that with that whole rotation policy, they shot themselves in the foot by not giving themselves a chance. Now, then you come to the other issue is when no one knows what their best team is anyway. Um, I think... But, but, I mean, but the what thing I would is say by I not having... But, but the thing is, by not having players available, like Bairstow's gone and he'll come back for the ODI series. But what do you really want to win? Do you want to be... Is that more important than the test series? I mean, uh, Bairstow went, he came back, Butler went, now he's going to come back for the ODIs. Is he your number one... First of all, is he your 1st wicket wicketkeeper? What was Ben, Sto- ben Fox doing there? So, I think, see, these are a bunch of other questions, right, That recall, that... Go outside of the rotation policy. I think what I would say on the rotation policy is, I, what I think is, England said, you know, what, we will put out a competitive side regardless of who's playing. We, the, in in effect, they're saying instead of thinking, oh, we are backing our best eleven. What they're saying is, we're backing all these players to be good for us. The point is that ultimately, a lot of them didn't end up, you know, performing up to expectations. But it, in in the sense of having that rotation policy in itself, it, it's backing your the the strength of your squad. Uh, the, the strength of the depth of talent you believe you have, and, and which I think is a fair thing to do. It's one thing if you think I only have 20 players good enough or 15 players good enough, so therefore I can't rotate or, or therefore fu- if I rotate, I'm fucked. That's a separate point altogether. But they decided we have these 25 players I'm co- we are confident that these 25 players in some, whatever combination we pull out of them, are going to be good enough for us to compete. Whether That, that ended up being proven wrong is a separate point altogether. England had three or four standout players, I would say, in the series. Joe Root, obviously. Ben Stokes, obviously. Jimmy Anderson. Yeah. Who surprised me how good he can actually be in, in those kind of conditions. He was, was absolutely outstanding. Uh, I, we have hated on James, James Anderson a lot on the spot. But man, chops. You have to give it to him. This, this series, we have to give it to him. We have him. to give it to him. And Jack Leach. I thought Jack Leach's resilience. He got slaughtered yeah. by Pant in the first game to come back and keep going at it and at it and at it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Ben, folks, keeping, brilliant. But, but. Not as good a batsman obviously as Butler. That's the thing. And if you look at the package that India has in Rishabh Pant, now that his keep his keeping in this series, just by the way, has been absolutely phenomenal. His keeping has improved leaps and bounds. And I think Ravi Shastri, if anyone has seen uh, Shastri's post match interviews and press yeah, uh, yeah. press conferences, watch how he speaks about Panth because he makes it very clear that they effectively drew a line in the sand with Panth saying, dude, take this seriously. Um, you know, give uh, the words Shastri said were, you have to respect this game. And that means putting in a lot of work that involved with Panth, it involved you know, practicing his keeping, getting fitter. Um, all of which he did, and now we, you know, was. Uh, and to be fair, we're still only scratching the surface when it comes to puns like potential and what he could end up being at the end of his career. But it's shown the way he's kept in this series to spin some of the catches he's taken. I mean, the diving catches he's taken off fast bowling was, was spectacular. But his some of his takes he's had against spinners have also been some of the stumpings he's pulled off absolutely brilliant. I think, stuff. I think it, it what encapsulated it was the stumping of Ollie Pope in that second innings. That ball jumped he's, like he's taken it's it here, here. and. Within the within a flash, he's whipped the bales off. It was brilliant. Yeah. I think it just speaks le- leaps and bounds. But what I'm trying to say is, having someone like Rishabh Pant, you know, he's straight out of the line of Adam Gilchrist, Kumar Sangakara, MS Dhoni, that kind of player, yeah. and probably yeah. better than MS Dhoni. No, there. You know what? There's a stereo. You actually, stat- you know what, actually, you know you know, you know I, I I started off disagreeing with you, but actually, no, I think he will end up being a better Test player than than than. Uh, Dhoni at, by the end of his career. Where he ends up in limited overs in the overall pantheon. And obviously, Dhoni will have the advantage of I mean, being a, an all-time great captain as well, which we don't know if Punt will be a captain or not. He may end up... being. You, know. you never know. But, but the yeah. thing is, I, I, I think... Um, as a test cricketer, yes, probably, you'd say. I'm not going to compare him to Dhoni, right? I think that's a bit unfair because he's too, still too young. But yeah. um, uh, there's a stat that said that there are only three people... Uh, sorry, there's only two wicket keepers. That has scored hundreds in India, Australia, and England. You know the other yeah, one. Is? I'm assuming the answer I'm assuming the other one is Gilchrist. Exactly. It's only two wicket yeah. keepers in the history of the game. That is that is how good Rishabh Pant can be. Has been already. Has yeah. been already. Um, so that's about Pant. Obviously, Ben Fox doesn't offer you the same package. Ben Fox. I mean, he, he is hit he's hit a century in Sri Lanka against at a time when you know I Sri Lanka was a slightly Lanka, better. are bringing this up again? <laughs> He is obviously not as good a batsman as as Butler. I don't think anyone would argue that he did, although I think acquitted himself well in terms of the context of England being shit in this series against spin in general. Amongst those folks was probably one of the people who was less shit, comparatively. Um, But the keeping situation, much like anything, uh, much like a lot of selection issues I've been with England, has been a nightmare. Because basically, Besto almost had it as a condition for himself that I am only like I, I have to keep. I'm not going to be a batsman because I think for a, for the longest time he thought if I don't have the gloves that that then I will be uh, under fire as a batsman and I don't want that pressure. The keeping being a wicketkeeper in this in the Test eleven guarantees that I'm always going to be in the Test side. I want that secured. Then they decided to give the gloves to Butler. They moved Besso up to number three, and the point is that Besso Butler along with people like Stokes Pope Lawrence. All lower order batsmen, all people who should be batting five or below. Maybe strokes in a different series could be four, and Root could be three, but not gonna happen. Point being, they keep unearthing these batsmen who are supremely talented batsmen, but none of them are really top order batsmen. But you've decided that because these guys are, have the talent to be good batsmen, we will shoehorn them into the eleven. It's not gonna work. You need specialists, you know. You do, and uh, especially in the top three in a in a batting lineup. Yeah. So now. But I just want to finish on the Johnny Bairstow point with England. Um, A, you know what? He's been around for so long now. It's such a frustrating... It's almost like Rohit Sharma in a way. You know, you've thrown him in every situation. And the only one that stuck was him batting at six and being the wicketkeeper. Yeah. He has a decent average at five and six. I think it's over 40 or... for. for, You know, mid mid to low forties is, is his average at five and six. At three, it's shit because he's not a number three batsman. He he has played one or two really good innings at three, but he's it's just he's he's not as secure there. So I mean, what I think this is going to be his last shot at Test cricket, probably. If they give him another chance after he, the series, I would be surprised if he's on the Ashes tour. I would be extremely yeah, surprised. Yeah, yeah or at I, least he might be part of the squad, but I don't think he'll be in the eleven. So, let's put it this way. You, you, Okay, with England, you have a question mark over number three. Your openers are a bit green. Fine. Your question mark over number three. You have a question mark over who your best wicketkeeper is. Is it Fox? Is it Best? Or Is it Butler? I think, I, I mean, you have a question mark on that front, definitely. But I think uh, if you're not having rotation and whatnot, I think Butler is the one who gets in. Uh, so he's the first choice. Yeah, um, as keeper. And then, obviously, you have the issues with the spinners. Um, and... To be honest to them, to them, I think winning one test was a pretty good achievement. But having said that, the way they capitulated in the last three just shows you, I think they are a really long way off. India, Australia, and New Zealand. A long, long way because, off. It's interesting because we are going to go to uh, England. I mean, obviously for the World Test Championship final, but then there's a series in England, in England yeah. Uh, after that. It's a five-test series. And of course, uh, much like this series where we've won 3-1, but it's not necessarily a reflection of how close a, a, a series it was. Last time we were in England, it was a 4-1 win for England, but it could have been a lot closer. They had their chances at times to even yeah. win a lot more than that one test match. So it's, it'll be interesting to see. And then it could just be that England, you know, again, are 2-0, two, 3-0 side better than us at home. Or at least take better advantage of the conditions or whatever the, you know, reasons that end up being behind that. Could happen. But that that will be a fascinating series to see. Yeah, that will be fun. Um, and uh, World Test Championship final. I'm going to see what I can get tickets for. Honestly, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm going to try and. Enjoy I would it. love to. I'm I'm um uh, I'm dependent on on vaccine rollouts in the US. But if right. if that's possible, I would like yeah. to. I would love to hop over the pond. Yeah, we yeah. should. Uh... As a, as a point of as a news info about the uh, about the World Test Championship final, it was supposed to be at Lords. It's most likely being moved to Southampton now because uh, I think they're just not convinced of being able to have a bio-bubble in London. Um, and of course, last in the last year, they've hosted both West Indies and Pakistan in, in Test series that were only in Southampton and, and, uh, and Manchester, Manchester. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it, it's it, quite it, simple what's going to happen. It's uh, it's fairly convenient for them because both of those have hotels on site. So, so that you know, it allows yes. you to train and have a bio bubble all at the same time. Um, they probably won't pick Manchester because Manchester is a home test for India. <laughs> <laughs> Although Southampton is closer to London. Speaking South, of Southampton, is closer to Indian conditions, Manchester just has a lot more Indian fans who are going uh. to show up. <laughs> The entirety of the curry mile. It's um, <laughs> a very Manchester thing to say. Um, speaking of Manchester, I am stuck here with no good Indian food. Anyone with any recommendations, please please put them in the bloody comments. Um, <laughs> so that's one thing. Uh, we'll move on finally, to the Apparently, Indian- you and Veer das both share the same uh, issues of living in England. Can't listen, find good Indian food. I called for, I was a little hungover. I called for butter chicken, black dal and garlic naan. I got some form of butter chicken, which was serviceable. I got a garlic naan that was, yeah, I can't really call it naan. It was, it was just leavened bread or something. It wasn't good <laughs> taste, right? And black dal was like, yeah, it wasn't like, you know, that dal makhani nice. I don't know what it was. It wasn't black. like, apna, jo, kali dal, na, that it wasn't that. So I'm a little bit upset by that. Um, listen, you had the option to move to New York. You would have gotten really good New York, uh, good Indian food here. Not, not the least of which would have been my mom's cooking. But you know, let's let bygones be bygones. I didn't. I did not get your mom's cooking in Bombay. I don't think I would have got it. in there. <laughs> Leave it at that. You okay. actually would. You actually would have had a higher likelihood of getting my mom's cooking here than than in Bombay, actually. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Fine. And you got my um, for, for anybody who doesn't speak any Hindi slash Urdu, um, that basically means he would have gotten my hand my, my cooking essentially anyway which apparently which you keep claiming is pretty good so you know we should uh, yeah. prove yeah. in the pudding um, alright moving on <laughs> moving on personal bars aside uh, let's move on to India what they did well what they did badly um, again I'll go back to this first test match worst I've seen them back second test match Rohit Sharma was outstanding and Ashwin just took the game away from England with the bat. Um, yeah. Third test, let's not go into that because it was a bit of a lottery. This game, the top order really again just kind of fell away, didn't it? I mean, yeah, Pant yeah. and Sundar came out. Rohit and... had a really good innings, and I think was, I mean, he just played one bad shot uh, to get out, which of course is Rohit Sharma way. But he had he had anchored that that innings really well. But everyone else just. Uh, Um, No, I think Rohit got an absolute jaffer from Ben Stokes. I mean, that was a. He did also get. So did Kohli. So did Kohli. He did get a good ball. Yeah, he did. But but Kohli could have left his ball. Rohit probably should not have been trying to you know hit that ball into cow corner, but um, they were both good deliveries. No no doubt. Anderson also. uh, Rahane also got a good ball from Anderson, but again, much like Kohli, could have could have left it. Should have left it. Uh, and i rahane was actually looking really good in that innings he, uh, he was looking very good. but this is the this is becoming a little the bit of a problem with rahane player. isn't it yeah but, And any every so often he, like that melbourne test got that century then okay the the last test in australia uh, in that chase he came in with the plan of i'm going to score quickly he di- he didn't score big innings but he kept the innings moving along did his job fair uh, First test doesn't perform. Second test, he's the one who, who's uh, Rohit Sharma's partner gets to a 60 or a 70 or whatever it was while Rohit is uh, crafting a great innings at the other end. Then after that, falls off again. So he's just... He's in this phase and I think, to be fair, when I say this phase, his entire career has been this phase where he has a few... Has a run of one or two good innings and a run of two or three very not-so-productive matches Then pulls off one innings again, keeps his place. Rahe, I think... I was. I don't think it's that outlandish an idea what I suggested earlier. Bring Jadeja in. He's a great, he's a great batsman. I think he's, everyone underrates him. because yeah, you seen bring him. Jadeja in, you can actually move Washington Sundar up the order. Or the, I, Washington Sundar, I think, honestly, is probably a top-order batsman. Top-order batsman, who isn't can, he? Who, who can bowl a little bit. Yeah. And if he works yeah. on his bowling, maybe become a much better bowler. Not yeah. to say he's a bad bowler, but like, yeah, he's not, you know, I, I, think, I, I think in, I think on, uh, on 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 Washington sir, I think Ravi Shastri summed it up pretty perfectly. He said that he's probably a top order batsman, and and when he does go back to playing Ranji Trophy cricket, um, whoever's the coach at Tamil Nadu has to bat him in the top three. I think that will do him a world of good. Um, he they say he's an opener, but for me, he looks more like a natural number three than an opener. Um, he does look like a natural number yeah, three. That would yeah. be an interesting because I've been because uh, I've been wondering who Pujara's long term replacement would be. Uh, and to be fair, you have your eye on the Ranji game a lot more than I do. But um, that would be an interesting one. But speaking of Pujara, Pujara had not struggled against left-arm spin ever. Like he has been, he has dominated left-arm spin. And then Jack Leach happens to him, and somehow just he can't figure it out. I, I think with Pujara, it's a bit of an aberration. I think you should have to look past it. I think quietly just let him have this one bad series. He's been so good for so long. <laughs> Um, there's no point in discussing Pujara or Kohli. Um, even though Kohli is now barren. Uh, sorry, his century-less barren run has now stretched for, what is it, 470 something days. Yeah, and uh, I think it's 12 innings or 13 innings now? He's not got a 100 in any format, just by the way. In the last year and a bit. So hopefully he gets one in the one-day series and breaks that duck. Um, he's been... And, and and he's got, he's played some really good innings. He's played uh, some yeah. really good innings. But just not gotten to three figures. Two three figures, um, exactly. Um, that's that. Um, Rishabh Pant, obviously, we but spoke about way, with the bat. Um, yeah. And... But by the way, just that, just that sat on Pujara. Pujara, going into the series, had averaged 159 against left arm spin. And i only been dismissed five times in his career. Or in like some, you know, 2000 deliveries that he'd against left arm spin or something like that. Then in this one series, he's been out to Jack Leach four times. That's impressive. But looking at India as a whole, their next Test match obviously is the World Test Championship final, which I am so excited for. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. That should be fun. That would be if, very I, fun. If, it, if it isn't in Lords, which it may not be, then a lot, uh, some of the the advantages that uh, New Zealand would get because of their, their fast bowling attack would be negated. Though India also obviously has a really good fast bowling attack. But the, the green conditions that New Zealand thrives on, you probably aren't getting that in Manchester or in, or in Southampton. No, I think, I think it'll be really, really fun because I think um, it's such a unique occasion because you're going to get to see the two best teams in the world by a long shot. I think New Zealand have been pretty outstanding in test cricket over the last few years. Um, and, and India, obviously, you know, number one side in the world. I think if there was a question mark about who was the top side at this point, um, because New Zealand don't tend to play a lot of cricket anyway, um, so you don't get to see their true selves. The, the other thing is, New Zealand haven't consistently won test series away from home in difficult yeah. countries like South Africa, England, Australia, and India. Much like we discussed they the did... seas, seen our countries as as India. Yeah. I think it's the same for New Zealand and Australia going the other way. They did uh, pull off a win in pa- against Pakistan in the UAE, which. I mean, we might laugh at it, but mm-hmm. beating Pakistan yeah. in the UAE that's, has been that's tough. A pretty difficult thing to do. So that, yeah, yeah. no. So I'm, oh, um, I'm, I'm not uh, denying that, and I think I genuinely think that the second best side in, the in well, yeah. they're one of the two best sides in the world. We'll find out who's the best. And I think, I mean, it showed when we played them in New Zealand. The the home advantage that they had, they made, uh, they they made hay in that series. You know, India really struggled batting, bowling. It was, it was much like how England struggled in India the, the, uh, this series India, India struggled in New Zealand then. It's, a, it's a fascinating in fact I think this could have this is the ideal test uh, final matchup yeah yeah, yeah yeah, they're two evenly matched teams I think New Zealand we've got a and gun battle lineup as well um, and I this think, is something that as a thought experience we love, we love saying oh give these two sides who are really good give them a neutral venue and see what happens here we go here we are and it's perfect I think um, we've already spoken about how good India are um, they'll probably only make one change if it's in Southampton if there's a temptation to play say two spinners then Jadeja will automatically come back in I think it's very harsh on Akshar Patel but I think if Jadeja is fit sadly uh, Akshar Patel would have to make way I, for I'm, I'm not even like... saying that I think, I'm saying in England Akshar Patel misses out anyway they'll play a third yeah. No, yeah no 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 for sure but I, what I'm saying is for example in this uh, in 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 this match our bowlers were Siraj, uh Ishant, and what Vashi then Akshar and Ashrin. even if we do play two spinners and three spinners, uh, three seamers, you know probably Siraj makes way Bumrah, and one of Shami or Umesh comes actually if Shami's fit by then. And has to be um, Shami. Has to be Shami. Yeah. 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 So probably so your 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 spin your three spinners are sorry, three paces would be Ishant, Ishan, Shami, Shami Mark, and, Bumran. and Bumran. Yeah. yeah. Akshar, and then if your second spinner, it won't be Akshar and Ashwin; it would be unless if Jadhish fit is Jadhish. Yeah, and, but and Siddhi. you know what, we've shown this ruthlessness before. Karun Nayar with his triple century, but the moment Rahane was fit, he came back into the side. Yeah. That, you know, this, we're talking five years ago, but uh, and it's good, and it also just means that you have some great uh, depth in your in, in, yeah. in your squad. I think over the last uh, two, say three months since the first Australia test, all that's been proven is that the the strength and depth. Of Indian cricket is second to none. Um, yeah. You see Australia fighting sort of really hard to find uh, good backup players. Having said that, and uh, they spoke a lot about Cam Green. Cam Green has been absolutely murdering bowling attacks in Sheffield Shield cricket. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, we only got a little taster and I think I genuinely now, I I do take a few things back that I said about him because I've, I've watched <laughs> him torture attacks over the last two weeks. Um no, that guy can become a really, really good cricketer. His bowling needs to catch up, not the batting. Yeah, but I think that's also a case of, you know, if he's comes in as a batsman who can bowl a bit and you you have a frontline attack of uh, Cummins, Hazelwood Stark. Stark, yeah. yeah. But yeah. let's not go into um, Australia because that's a yeah. whole, whole other discussion. <laughs> uh, um, but we'll stick to India. and So, yeah, that, that would be the side for the World Test Championship. The strength and depth is great. I mean, Akshar Patel coming in. Washington, Sundar, and and the pace bowling depth. Saini, Siraj, um, Siraj has been outstanding since he's come in. Siraj has been fantastic. Siraj, uh, even in this match, obviously, uh, I mean, this was a spin dominated match from the bowling perspective, but he bowled some great ball. That ball to get um, to get Joe in, in, in the first innings, yeah, to, to get Joe was fantastic. Fantastic. I mean, it was brilliant. just about as good a ball as as what Stokes bowled to Root. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. And 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 I think that shows you the, the sort of grand scheme of things. Depth in batting, depth in bowling. Um, the only thing I would have wished for was Shubman Gill to get more runs, but... Yeah. You know, Shubman Gill had a decent first test in this series where he got out stupidly in the first innings, hit a 50 in the second innings. But like even when he was look, in the first innings, though, he got out stupidly, he looked good. But after that, somehow his batting just fell, fell away a bit. I think it's um, a bit of a learning curve. But also, yeah. yeah, exactly. He, and he figured out his strategy right. exactly. out. so I'm, yeah. i mean I'm, we're not too worried and and um if there was any doubt over rohit sharma before this series it's he's ended yeah. it plus he has completely ended it um he is yeah. now our first choice opening batsman in all conditions i think that's been proven um yeah. and yeah that's pretty much all you can say about india there's not much else i mean we were outstanding in the last three tests um successfully outgunned england um you know, then there's a the question of the pitches. We've discussed it at length. I mean, they mourned over those two yeah. wickets and then when they got one, they one on they can pitch I just, the pitch at the bed. So. Can, can I just say, we, we've done some excellent trolling whenever, whenever we've had the opportunity. I, I, I don't mean you and me. I mean the actual Indian cricket team players and f- officials on the Indian cricket team. Ravi Shastri in his post-match <laughs> saying, hats off to the groundsman. <laughs> 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 This is true. This is very true. Um, But (laughs) listen, we have uh, a set of things as we come towards the end of this podcast. Number one troll of the week, Ravi Shastri, for that comment. And the number two troll of the week also from Ravi Shastri when all this talk is happening about why are we making so much disrespectful memes about Ravi Shastri and his drinking and Ravi Shastri is like, guys, you guys want to be happy? You want to make fun? This is great. Have a drink on me also. Whether it be nimbu pani, chai, or a drink, have a drink. <laughs> but that's yeah. Ravi Shastri for you. Um, that that is Ravi. Shasri. I mean, he's great, man. There's nothing I can say about him. He's been absolutely brilliant. Um, oh, and the third best thing in terms of t- not necessarily trolling but cheekiness. I don't know if you saw Harsha Bogli's interview with uh, Pant. Oh uh, yeah, I was, I was about to bring that up. Actually, I was about to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for so for anyone who didn't see okay. this, basically Harsha Bhogle. At the very end, uh, after you know the standard post-match interview talking about the innings, whatnot, he's like, "Acha, people have said that when Rohit, uh, well, sorry, when Pant is keeping, the commentators should uh, stay silent and just let, just tune into the commentary Pant gives from behind the sun." And Pant is like, "Sir, I don't know if that is a compliment, to compliment to me or if you guys need to improve." <laughs> it's completely brilliant, so cheeky, so <laughs> tongue-in-cheek, man. Oh my God, he's. He's such a character, Rishabh Pant. I mean, you know what? I haven't enjoyed uh, an individual character in the Indian side this much since yeah. Sehwag. Since Sivag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, and you know, he's it's it's a complete polar opposite to his predecessor. Dhoni was Thoni. a. Very, I mean, Dhoni yeah, yeah. was could be fairly witty behind the stumps but he was not so animated also. Right. And so, well, punt is just like non-stop and, and hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, but it just shows you in the five, six years since Kohli's taken... Sorry, was it seven years now since he took over the captaincy? 20, yeah. 20, was it 2015? Sorry, 2015, 20, six years. 2014. Six years. 20, 2014. The 2014. Yeah, so six years. He, it was just around the time. It was that was, series before the World Cup in Australia It was the Australia, the Australia yeah. series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Since he's taken the captaincy, we've come so, so far in terms of test cricket. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've won in Australia twice. That tells you a story. We never won it. We never won and a the single second, series. Single and series. the second time we won with like our B team, effectively. Yeah. 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 And the, yeah. So the way got, he's empowered people and yeah, got yeah. Back, back, he, Shastri, the whole setup has made players, I think, a lot better. Um, and and of course we've unearthed talents as as India have done a lot over the last uh, couple decades in general. But yeah, it's it's hats off to the entire setup at, the, at this point. At, at this point, uh, the other thing I want to mention is that again, I'll go back to Ravi Shastri and in his interview. He said that um, just the, the amount of praise that he has given Sridhar and Bharat Arun, the two coaches, along with him. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember when I was growing up as as a as a younger kid in Bombay, there was always this. Think we don't know how to play foreign ways, Australian ways. You have to get a coach from outside. You've now proved it with three from India. They're all Indian. They're not getting the credit that they deserve. It's something that he's absolutely right there. People have to look at it. And and, um, there's another Indian coach in another team that has done exceptionally well. His name is Sridharan Sriram and he's Australia's spin bowling coach. Nathan Lyons credited him for a lot of his improvements. So, Indian coaches can work. If people are serious about winning in India, you probably hire more Indian consultants, coaches, things like that. Just Yeah. Um, But at this point, our domination of Test cricket is complete. Now, all we have to do is win the World Test Championship final. Yes. That World Test Championship final, win that. um, We have series. Like I said, I mentioned England. We also have a series in South Africa after that. Uh-huh. Um, and those are the last two. I mean, we've won in England before, obviously, but I think for Kohli's for captaincy, that those are the last two frontiers. Um, I mean, we've never won in South Africa and Kohli hasn't won a series in England. So that would be big for him. I think, again, you go and say that it's probably the best. We had 2018 was one of India's best chances to win in England. I think this one now in 2021 is an even bigger chance to win in England. And the series, and, it would, and it would be a very good chance in South Africa. Like South Africa, in because South is. Africa was significantly weaker side than the last time we toured. Yeah, so yeah. I think that would be very interesting. Um, uh, we also in our roundup forgot to include South Africa. Uh, they've had a change in captaincy. Obviously, we knew Faf du was outgoing. Quinton de Kock was only temporary. Um, so Dean Elgar has been named their Test captain, and Temba Bavuma has been named permanent captain for both the limited overs formats T20 and ODIs. And that's big because I think he's the first permanent black captain of South Africa, which is huge. It's that a is big, massive. Uh, that is massive. Massive moment for them. Yes. Yeah. Um. So you know that's a, that's a huge sort of thing. On that, um, we'll finish this off with our no balls cricket awards. Do we actually have a no balls award like for an actual no ball for this test match? I don't think we have an award for a no-ball for this Test match or cricket in general. But I think if we're going to give an award to anyone, it has to be Akilah Dhananjaya. Because that is the most mental two overs I've ever seen in international <laughs> cricket. To go from hat-trick in one over to six sixes being carted for six sixes in the next. Um, or, or, I have an alternate thought. You, were you watching that moment where Kohli pings a throw-in and it hits Root in the crotch? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he just yells, "Oh, come on, Virat!" <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think we'll we'll it's a, stick stick it's with Dhananjay? Yeah, let's right. just call it a tie between the two. Let's call it a tie. So our joint winners this week: Kohli for literally trying to take Root's ball out, um, and um, <laughs> Akhila Dananjay for the most mental, um, mental two overs in in cricket history to go from a hat trick to being hit for six sixes in an over. That's wild. Um, also, we give our crazy batting awards to that's also joint Rishabh Pant for that whatever the hell Short. that shot was. And, and reverse scoop. The reverse scoop and Karen Pollard, obviously. and For 6 sixes. Our flop of the week was England's so-called best player of spin, Johnny Bairstow. He went from being <laughs> Johnny Bairstow to then scoring a few runs and then having a first baller. So, <laughs> he's our flop of the week. Um, on the next episode, we will be covering the West Indies sri Lanka series. Uh, we will get you on for that. Uh, that should be quite fun. Yeah, and um, we look forward to a few things now. First and foremost, next Friday, India and England T20Is. England probably the better side in one-day cricket than India. Um, yeah, at this point, yes. But that will be a very, very fun series. They're two powerful mm-hmm. teams, um, so get prepared for it. that'll be fireworks, man. And, and they're both good sides, so it should be really fun to watch. Um, also, more on the West Indies Sri Lanka series. Obviously, there's ODIs and test matches after the T20s. So, that should be our next week. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for this episode of No Balls Cricket. Um, India, of course, back to the number one ranking in test cricket. Qualified for the World Test Championship final, despite all the odds. And as Ravi Shastri says, have a drink on him. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. And one we always forget is click on that damn ghanta bell icon uh, in the corner because that will give you updates on when we post our weekly podcasts. Um, and otherwise, please subscribe to us on either. Or please follow us either on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. Am I missing any? Podcast Addict. Podcast Addict, yes. Yes, Podcast Addict as well. And yeah, that's pretty much it from us. It's been a good week. Um, we've gloated. I'm going to go into clinics on Wednesday and Charles is not going to talk to me again. Hopefully he does. <laughs> he's going to be very angry. He was not happy with the pitches last week. Hopefully, he's I need to not... find some England cricket fans in New York so I can gloat. <laughs> Maybe that can be my St. Patrick's Day mission. Also... um, I have uh, sent a feeler out to Rishabh Pant to try and get him on um, on our podcast. Obviously, he hasn't responded yet, but uh, just, you know. We should we should no note here, but right now we have feelers out to Ravi. Uh, Ravi Jasi, Rishabh Pant, and very randomly, Edwin Vandersar. Edwin Vandersar as well. <laughs> and the next one we're going to do is for Sunil Gavaskar, who has been... Joined Instagram now. Joined Sorry. Instagram now after... He celebrated his 50th anniversary of being an Indian cricketer. That's it from us. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks, guys.